welcome along to episode 16 of the 1000x podcast with myself neil sisson and my co-host Pete Cummins. Pete Cummins. we're still here and um, this week we are trying not to die of boredom well actually that could be just me in fairness um as we track an experiment that we started 16 weeks ago to see how easy or difficult it would be to turn 1000 us dollars into a million us dollars uh, neither my myself nor Keith have backgrounds or degrees in finance, um, nor have we ever 1,000xed our portfolios before. So this is a totally totally new ground for us, um, and we hope that it inspires others to get involved in this incredible opportunity that crypto is providing at the moment for anybody with determination and a willingness to read and learn and build wealth for themselves and their families. It is our sincere hope that you will join us and perhaps start your own 1,000x journey learning from our mistakes as you go. To state the obvious, nothing said on this show should ever be taken as financial advice, and everything we're talking about is intended for your education and entertainment only. As always, always do your own research. So though that said, Keith, how's it going? It's going good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We uh, we missed last week, but... Um, yes. Yeah. But like, great. in all honesty, like... There was nothing to talk about, um, and there's not really an awful lot to talk about this week either. Um, you know, even I went looking for some news, like you know, in case I thought it might be interesting to seeing as the market is basically untradeable at the moment. Um, and that's not just me and my noob skill set saying that. Like the guys that I follow, the private groups that I'm in, where I'm you know talking to traders and stuff, th those guys are all saying it's really choppy, like. Like you've as much, it's like gambling almost. You've as much chance of losing as you have winning at the moment, you know. Um, pretty much while we're inside this range that we're at the moment, it's just it's just not worth really getting involved in. It's it's a good time to look at new technical analysis indicators and you know new sort of research that you might be able to do into different aspects of what's going on, etc. Um, you know, so. So I was looking around at the news to see was there anything even like newsworthy to talk about, and like it's fuck, it's fuck all. So yeah. to me, it's been pretty okay. I've got to focus on work and some other bits and pieces in my personal life. But yeah, from a crypto yeah. perspective, it's been boring as fuck. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd, I'd share that analysis um, with regards regarding the crypto market and the current state of it at the moment. Really, the the, the general overriding mood seems to be. Well, what else can anyone do except accumulate and try and look, um, you know, swirl, swirl around the tea leaves and um, try and get some sort of picture as to where things might be going. And, you know, I listen to a lot of different people, I, I, whether they're YouTubers or influencers or wherever they might be. And I have to tell you, they, none of them have a bloody clue as to what's going to happen. They all kind of, generally, generally what people are saying is that they're, the general kind of consensus seems to be, oh, we're bullish. I mean, have you ever yeah. heard of of um, an influencer or YouTuber who's not bullish? They always are bullish, these guys. So no one really knows what's going to happen. We just seem to be in, a, in, a, in, a, in an accumulation phase. Um, having said that, you know, the fear and greed index seems to be bottoming out somewhat. So... The consensus that I see is that this could be the bottom. We should be making some sort of move upwards. And it's not going to really go any lower than it currently is. So whether kind of we have some sort of a move up from here on in, I don't know. But, uh, or whether we see more uh, in a few weeks or maybe possibly the rest of the mm -hmm. summer. But accumulation phase, I don't know. But really, there just seems to be, you know, it's like a Mexican standoff at the moment. People are just kind of sitting back and waiting and seems, waiting to see what happens. So... Um, for me, my news really is just I've been, you know, just trying to see any kind of chink, any chink of light to see that something might be happening in terms of an upward movement. I'm not really seeing anything definite other than just kind of, you know, grand, um, grand gestures about, grand kind of bullish gestures, really. Um, my own kind of personal projects that I'm looking into, my own coins that I'm personally bullish and excited about. Um Another kind of bits and pieces like other news that I've been kind of keeping an eye on, but it's kind of the same kind of noise about institutions and banks saying that Bitcoin will go to this, that 
Ethereum is going to go to that. Nothing very definite, just a lot of speculation and nothing kind of uh, too hard and fast. So that's really kind of how it's been for me, really. So, Did you buy some Ethereum when it was, I think you said you bought some Ethereum yes. when it was lower? Yeah, it was yeah, down around seventeen fifty. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, I'm raging I didn't get some back then because it's. I've, I've noticed on the seven day, it's um, it has been sort of creeping back up. It's back up to nearly two four now, which is which is pretty decent given everything else. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced that the bottom's in. I'm not convinced the bottom's oh. in at all. I think it could go as low as 10k, possibly still. I don't think it'll go that low. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any impetus for the. T I mean, I, I just can't see why that might happen. Well, the 85% um, retracement is the basis of, I've seen for that argument, which is that like the last time it, Bitcoin did a correction or the last two times rather, it uh, it fell back 85%, which would have us back down around the 10K mark. That's the argument now, whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But a lot of people I've listened to have been saying it could go back to, to the sort of low 20s before it, it gathers the momentum. I think if it gets back to 20k, I think people are going to start like throwing cash at it at Bitcoin. I mean, you know, I certainly exactly. If, if if I mean, you've you saw what happened the last time it went uh, sub 30. It really didn't last long there at all. I mean, it was. I mean, you know, but it's it's retested that a couple of times, and um, it it sort of feels like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it could be that, um, well, look, as you said earlier on, there's nobody who really knows what's going to happen. We don't know. We're just guessing. So regurgitating other people's guesswork probably isn't very helpful for people. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like flip, flip a coin, you know, for the moment, I think unless it goes above the sort of 42 mark or below, sort of below the 25 I'm not really planning to do an awful lot Bitcoin wise anyway. Um, so well, for yeah. me, my, for me, really, all I'm doing is just, and when it does drop, drip down to, 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 you know, for, for the likes of Ethereum, it gets down to 7,800. I'm just buying more. And I, I foresee that it's going to keep kind of moving in that range. Um, mm -hmm. You know, at the, at the moment, Ethereum is like two, three, two, four. I'm not really sure, but it's going to keep bouncing up and down. And the, the, the big alts are going to keep doing that, uh, something similar as well. So what I'm doing is buying when it's at 1800, 1900, 1900, and um, you know I am, I'm not necessarily just accumulating. Yeah, that's all I'm really doing. Um, I have my my smaller rods, my lower cap coins. I'm in, uh, which I'll talk about later. I had a lucky lucky escape with one, thank, thankfully, which I'll uh, mention as part of my challenge. But really, that's all that you can do at the moment is is just accumulate. Because um, it, it appears it's going to range things. The, the, the things are going to range for a while, and unless we get something that comes along that kind of moves the upside, I don't know what it's going to be. But I don't see anything apart from just you know. I see a lot of a lot of people are just bullish, but there's nothing kind of really behind it. It just seems to be kind of TA based, which is good. That's fine. Well, but uh, for me, I need something deeper. You know. What do you think about the? The news that Ethereum's London update, which, as I understand it, is the bigger one, um, that that's gonna that that's likely gonna happen by I think I want to say August fourth. I think they're yeah. saying now it's a hard fork. Um, I think this is is this the one? Uh, this is the one where it moves to proof of proof of stake, right? Yeah, proof of stake, correct. Instead of proof of work, um, so that's. That's pretty huge for Ethereum. Um, even like at an academic level or a theoretical level, that's a pretty huge change. Um, I wonder, do you think, do you know anything about what's going to happen with the, like with the hard fork to people? Is people's, like, are they going to, like, I don't know, my understanding of hard forks. Well, the ones that I've experienced before, like Bitcoin, when they forked to create Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash, yeah. Everybody was, and there was Bitcoin Gold. There was a load of hard forks on Bitcoin at one stage, um, around 2017 at some stage. 
But my understanding was that, or back then you would get, basically you would get, it was like doubling your your tokens kind of, um, because there was a new chain that started where the old chain left off. So there was basically a splitting and there were two chains. Um, I didn't do a very good job of explaining that, but I, I wonder with Ethereum, is there going to be any difference in, like, is there going to be a wealth difference? I, I mean, in terms of kind of uh, the new update, uh, how, how do you mean a, a wealth difference? Who's, well, like, who's going to be there? Well, if there's a new a hard fork means there's going to be a new chain, right? I, my understanding yeah. is that's what the hard fork means. So, which makes sense when you think about it because the protocol is different. The consensus uh, algorithm is completely different. So presumably they needed a new code base to run that um, and hard fork would be the way to do that because then you, you effectively have the current proof of work chain and then you have a new chain that starts like at this block, it just starts the new chain with all the with all the records from before, um, but with the new consensus, with a new code base, new consensus algorithm. So How does I'm wondering, it get valued in rewards? No, no, I'm wondering, like, say I have a thousand Ethereum, right? Which yes, would be nice. Yes. Let's just say for argument's sake, for a hundred. So then do I have a hundred Ethereum on the proof of work chain still and a hundred Ethereum on the proof of stake chain as well? Or because if, if that is the case, what you will have, what we will have in the next few weeks is people seriously loading up on Ethereum, which will drive the price for sure. Um, but it's I don't know. Question. If, I'm not... I think we would be hearing more about it if, if that was something that was going to happen. So that's something to look How... at next week how it will kind of um, replicate or mirror in the new chain, I, I don't know. That's something that, yeah, I have to look into. I'm not, I'm not aware of how it's going to uh, work on a mechanical level like that. Okay. Um, that's something I'll have to look into, man. Hmm. Unfortunately. I listened to a, I, I half listened, actually I didn't finish, I must finish that, that episode of, it was an episode of Unchained with, um, about Ethereum and, and what was coming up. So it's not a proper listen to that. Um, but I think that will be definitely something to look into next week. Yep. Um, I was planning on buying a bunch of Ethereum anyway, but I was kind of waiting for it to dip back and it hasn't really. So, or at least not when I've been looking. So it's unfortunate. Um, but um, yeah, I'll probably load up anyway. Um, cool. And did you see that? Um, Visa crypto cards have racked up one billion in spending since 2021. Really, you're talking about um, crypto credit cards, and they have achieved one billion worth of spending. Yeah. So, yeah, Visa crypto cards in the last sorry in 2021 they've already racked up a billion dollars worth of spending. Now. Uh, it was an article that I read on CoinDesk, and they did say that, you know, it wasn't necessarily a case of people going to the shopping, like to the shopping mall or whatever, and you know, buying new runners or their groceries. Some, a lot of it was that, but some of it was also, um, you know, like using the cards to move crypto and to sort of on and off ramp. So yeah, like, but there's tons of there's there's more than fifty provider there's more than fifty companies issuing crypto Visa cards at the moment apparently. Mm. So you've plenty of options. I mean, I, Binance obviously is one, Crypto.com is another, um, but there's forty eight others as well apparently. So well, this is I mean, this is great. I mean, it's it's um, it's very bullish from an adoption side of, uh, point of view. That's mm. I mean. This is only going to increase as, as cryptocurrency becomes more mainstream and, and you know more traditional uh, lenders and financial institutions start diving in and offering services like credit cards. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's really going into you know and the naysayers who say that crypto is either a scam or it's uh, it's a flash in the pan or it's not going to last and you know and you always get these people crawling out of the woodwork after every kind of drop in the market. Um, I know one such individual mm -hmm. actually he's he's in a Telegram group one he's a friend well, a guy I know but um, this individual really rejoices in seeing crypto fail you know and he's being a real pain in the ass the last kind of maybe two months. 
um, just really rejoicing the fact that people have lost money and you know he's, he's kind of uh, we going down the oh I told you so route but um, despite people like him um, it's going nowhere and the, the, the rate of adoption is it seems you know shows no signs of slowing down um, that said there's some things that I am cautious of um, I don't know if I'll talk about them now but uh, perhaps it might be better they're off to wait for my challenge because it kind of ties into it it's kind of something that happened to me um sure. so yeah i'll wait till my challenge i'll, 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 I'll kind of d- tackle the whole subject as part of the challenge because it, it segues nice nicely into it so uh, but it is kind yeah. of kind of part um it's related to my news but like i said it's connected to the challenge as well so i'll deal with the whole right. thing then if that makes sense <laughs> Yeah, cool. Um, all right. Well, I mean, your challenge is the next thing that's up. So, challenge is the next just, thing that's up. Yeah, do you want to just jump well, in? Well, um, even though I have a lot to say about the challenge, I don't in some ways because um, what's which? Uh, let me take over. Uh, okay, where are we? Yeah, I'm not even going to be able to share my challenge visually on the screen. I'm just going to have to tell people. Not that there's a lot to tell, to be honest. But yeah, um, okay. there's my beautiful computer is crashing every time. Well, not the computer, the, the browser. Every time I try to share my okay. screen. Right. Thank you, little meat. So we've uh, here we are. We've raised hands. Is that now? Okay, let's go. Sure. Okay. So, my challenge is effectively as it was um, two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago, I dove into Tendi Swap, and guess what? I'm still there. So, and but Tendi Swap is doing quite well. It's up to four bucks. I think I bought in maybe two. God knows what was it? Two forty or something like that. Two thirty, two forty. I'm not really sure, but it was. It was a decent price, and now it's up, up at four. And um, I, I see this going only one way. The the various parts of the the, the, the decks, the, the Matic Bridge, and the marketing is all going to kick in, and um, the betting, all the, all the different constituent parts of this project are all going to come online, um, hopefully this month, and perhaps even by the weekend, we're not too sure, but they're all more or less coming on stream. So. This is this this particular project is is is, is only going one way. I feel um, that combined with the the fanatical crazy community, which I've I've never seen anyone like mm-hmm. them before. Yeah, you talked about um, the last time. Yeah, we, I've I've mentioned before. Um, it's it's going to do quite well. Now, that being said, um, I was going to mention something else uh, unrelated to the challenge, and I was going to tie it into the challenge. Which and what was it? Well. Um, I'm sure some people who are in crypto have noticed that banks are making it increasingly difficult to. I don't know if this is deliberate or yeah. some some banks are making are, some banks are doing it deliberate. Yeah, so some banks are doing it deliberately, um, overtly, and some banks I feel are doing it covertly. Is in they're not coming out and saying that they're they're going, they're going to stop you from buying crypto, but they're, they're what's happened in my instance is in my case that anytime I buy crypto, my account gets frozen. I have to go and ring the bank oh, up. No. Yeah, I, I, they, they, they lock my cards. Anytime it happens, I have to go and ring them up, and they make me jump through a dozen hoops. And you have to go call the fraud team. You have to do all this kind of stuff. And you know, every time I talk to the fraud team, they're like, "Guys, what's going on here?" Like, is the, the, with with the bank I'm with? I won't say who they are. There is with the is it Irish can, bank. Yeah, it's an Irish bank. Yeah, I won't say who they are though. Um, this is what I don't understand. Like, there is a way you can um, approve any transaction in the app, but for some reason, it doesn't work with um, Binance, but Binance and uh, Coinbase, and they're the two guys I use to buy uh, my, my fiat off ramp. Um, every time I buy crypto, I I get problems. Um, my bank card gets frozen, my bank account gets frozen, whatever. So every time it happens, um, I. You know, I, I run into these problems. The so, yeah. yeah. So, 
that's exactly what happened a week ago and I was going to as part of the challenge um I was just gonna buy you know buy some BNB or buy some ETH or whatever and buy a, a coin called um uh, BSC view which is really just a, 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 a I mean, I've discussed this a couple of weeks ago, I think, a few weeks ago. Um, it's a charting app, so exactly the same as Bitcoin. It's been quite a long time in development, and their MVP was released last Tuesday. Um, but I wasn't able to buy any. I was going to maybe swap some for Tendi Swap, or, you know, I was going to just kind of, I was just going to buy some with Fiat and somehow kind of, you know, make it part of the challenge. I didn't really think of it that way, but I wanted BSC View to be part of the challenge. Um, but in the end, I wasn't able to buy any. Um, I couldn't, you know, because of problems with the bank. Now, this seems to be happening quite a lot with various people. I'm seeing a lot of reports that banks are, in certain, I don't know what country it was, maybe you might remember. There was some country that, that the banks basically outright banned uh, anyone buying crypto. I don't know if you do I don't, I don't, is it the whole country? I know I was saw Barclays in the news recently for yeah. um, for for basically doing something like banning the use of their cards to buy crypto or something mm. to that effect. Yeah, but yeah, despite the mass adoption um, by a lot of financial institutions, you have in the other end, you have some banks making it increasingly difficult for your average Joe, uh, Joe Punter, you know, Joe Soap to be able to buy crypto with a, just with a credit card or a debit card. So something kind of strange is going on now. In my instance, it, it just, it does seem to be deliberately, it, it, they do seem to be targeting people who are trying to buy, like I'm, I'm convinced of it. Like, um, you know, I like a good conspiracy theory, but this does seem to me this, this one has legs. <laughs> It really does. Like, I mean, uh, anytime I try to buy crypto, I'm getting I'm getting this crap, you know. So, long story short, anyway, I was prevented from buying, um, uh, you know, from from buying some just whatever whatever coin I was going to get via Coinbase. Uh, I tried Binance as well. I got this. Well, I wasn't able to try Binance in the end. But long story short, I didn't actually end up buying any. And as a result, I was basically saved from, from, from diving into BSC View because it, was, it turned out to be a complete disaster and it's completely tanked. So um, that prevented me from doing anything. And as a result, I'm, I'm still in Tendi Swap um, and it's been doing okay. But BSC View has turned out to be a complete turkey. Um, I'm not really sure what's went wrong. Um, I think it's the current market conditions, man. Like, I, I don't think it's fair to say that it's a turkey at this stage. I mean, I think you have to look at what happens to projects. I mean, it's just a really fucking terrible time to launch, and unfortunately, I don't agree. With the, you don't think so? No, I've been I've been on their Telegram all week. They really they've not done any marketing. They promised to do they promised to do marketing and they didn't do any. Like they flat out just like people were going, what what's going on here? And they're like, oh, we're we're not going to do any until we. Basically, they, they put out the, the platform they put out was they kind of strongly hinted that this will be it, right? This will be the finish form, right? The, the ready to go. Turns out it wasn't. It, it's, it, it's only about a third done, third finished. It's missing a whole crap load of features. So it's not really by, it's not by any stretch ready to go. Um, oh, that's terrible. Oh, it's, it's horrific. Like everyone was just going, what the hell is it's It's, it's, I mean, it looks okay, but it's it's missing some of the stuff. You can't hook up your wallet. Uh, so, you know, with, with PooCoin, you're able to hook up your wallet to uh, hook, hook it up to your wallet. You're able to see what you have. You're able to get market cap. You're able to get a whole host of information. None that's there. There's nothing. And they, <laughs> it's just, so it got live, and people were like, people were like, what the hell is this? And it immediately tanked. And uh, like, they're basically saying that it has to. They have to release a whole bunch of new, a uh, lot more features. No one knows how long that's, that's going to take. Um, they promise marketing, and they're just like, no, we're going to wait till everything else is released before we start marketing. And no one knows how long that's going to take. So uh, I, didn't, I had a lucky escape with with these guys. I didn't jump into them in the end. Um, and, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. But uh, I'm still in Tendi Swap, and Tendi Swap looks looks like it could have a, have, have a decent future, I think. Hopefully, so. Um, mm. 
yeah, that, that's that's it with me. Um, how lucky escaped you to problems at the bank? Um, I didn't buy any. Um, didn't buy. So in the end, I didn't. I didn't jump into it. Well, that's lucky. Uh, so you're at what 12, 12 and a half k? Yeah, it's up to twelve, twelve four seven eight. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, you're doing a lot better than I am. Um, just actually, I did just as a side note, I did actually buy a bag of 10D swap. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I just not very small, like a couple hundred bucks. Uh, I may jump in deeper if you see what happens because they have been doing, they've been fairly, fairly steady. Mm. Which to me suggests that if what you're saying is right with the with the uh, with the marketing kind of teed up and ready to go, like I believe as a marketer with a fairly decent amount of experience in crypto, that at the moment it's pure madness to try and do anything like spend wise because you're just not going to get the bang for your book unless you've got pockets that are so deep and endlessly deep. Um, nobody wants to buy anything at the moment. Everybody's fucking way too afraid to put cash into things everybody's waiting to see what happens and that's the people who know what they're doing the people who are retail investors are the ones mostly who got absolutely like wrecked when the when the, the thing happened and a lot of them have probably sold out and are licking wounds etc they, they'll be a while getting back in in my opinion so like the reality of the market right now is that uh you know there's not a lot of there's not a lot of volume there um, there's not a lot of cash being around to, uh, you know, to to kind of invest in stuff. You're still sharing, by the way. Just if I. Um, but that's it. There yeah. are the, the rest of the, the, the that is doing well. There's uh, what was that coin that was? It's Elon Musk's dog. There was a coin. Dogecoin. coin? No, no. It's oh God. Shiba Inu. No. Um, Floru Inu or something, something crazy like that. So Elon Musk got a dog uh, the other week, and some enterprising individual just started a coin after his dog, and it did three x after a few hours. And I, I, I do see coins like that from time to time, um, but they are out there. There, there are projects that are doing well, um, but there's there's nowhere near as many as there was three, four, five months ago. It's, they're just not around. But projects can pump. Um, with the you know with the right exposure maybe the right marketing can't happen and yeah, you're correcting you're correcting what you're saying that 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 it's it is more difficult but they are out there um so it is possible and i think yeah. i think tendy swap will do it'll do something um whether it does what it might have done in a normal bull run remains to be seen so but i it'll be somewhat successful i think the reason why I'm, I'm so bullish on it, I mean, is obviously the community helps. The community are really a gang of psychopaths, the fanatics. Yeah, um, you said that before, yeah. Yeah, they do really just the, 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 the vibe there is completely off the wall. Um, it's completely bananas. And they do have a lot right. of financial backing, so I'm told. There is a serious kind of um, some, some sort of Wall Street concert team behind them. So um, yeah. they're, they're going to deliver something. Um, I just have a very good vibe about it, a good feeling. Right. Um, yeah, well, as I say, like they seem to be holding up pretty well, you know, in a market where that's challenging. So I would say that that's uh, probably fairly likely that, you know, they will do very well eventually. Um, well, unless they, they don't deliver what they promised, I mean, if, if there's some sort of major delays that kind of bleed into past August, September, and then people will start to go, you know, people start to lose faith, and then that's when you, you get, you, you can sense if something like that's coming in the Telegram group, and you, you'll, I don't see any people, there's, there's no dissent, there's no anger, I mean, con contrast that with the, the BSCU group, it was a mess, people were not happy, um, yeah, there was a lot a of, sign. you get a lot of people who are just kind of saying, like, come on, we're we just launched a product and we're at all-time low. You, you promised marketing, nothing happens. Mm. Stuff like that. It, you just and he, I just took a look at the price before we came back on, and it's 
it's just sinking, you know. It's it looks like Orokuru all over again. Just team just dicking around, just kind of just what they're basically doing. It seems like to me is that they are just endlessly refining the products, taking too much time to get to, to deliver something. And you know, you don't have endless amount of time. You know, you can no. you can you can get to a point where a project gets uh, is hits it sinks so low that it can't recover. And I just checked the market cap of BSCB now. It's like half a million, which is crazy. Nothing, yeah. Which is just absolutely insane Nothing. for for a project which is like ten k, ten thousand people, and it's uh, you know BC Pride project, which is the back end firm network. Theory, this should have a large financial backing, and it's it's just been let go to rack and ruin. To me, it's right. astounding. So yeah, you know, sounds like bad management. It's, and it's, like, unfortunately, the problem is with that. Like, it doesn't matter how good the product is. That won't. That companies that have bad management in place, that you know, where the leadership is not, you know, high quality, those are the companies that are just not good investments. Um, in my opinion, I think, you know, I think. Well, look, what do I know? But if i was investing millions in in companies i would be investing based on the leadership not the not the technology i think um because winners win people who you know people who lead teams to uh to success to victory you know it doesn't matter what they're doing that's that's their mo so um Anyways, to, just to jump back to my my experiment, um, I am pretty much similar to where I was last time, 5K approximately. Um, I haven't done anything with it. So just to recap, I have about 1.5K in um, the DeFi Pulse Index on indexcoop.com. That's the the top DeFi assets index fund thingy that I put some cash into a few weeks ago. It it had dropped back price all of the, the Ethereum, all the ETH DeFi projects had been kind of slowly sinking basically in terms of value. So I was scratching my head on that one. But the fundamental reason why I put it in there, okay, it's not great for the challenge in all honesty. Um, but I wanted to kind of explore it as a, as a way, as a place to keep money um, on a sort of a more long-term basis. So I'll probably just yeah. leave that in there. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I think when things bounce back, that's going to be a great way. I'm really interested to see what happens with that when things bounce back because you're, yeah. you're getting the benefit of, of averaging out the gains of everything. So if something that goes crazy well, you know, you're still going to get a bit of that benefit. Um, so yeah, so that's where well, it's, it's a good hedge in bad. It's a good hedge in bad times because you know everything seems to kind of fall roughly the same rate. Maybe I'm getting this wrong. Maybe I'm understanding it wrong. But if you're kind of taking an index index of um, various DeFi projects, they'll kind of fall at a relatively similar rate, but they mightn't necessarily grow at the same rate. Maybe I'm wrong in my analysis, but that that would be maybe how I'd see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Is that correct? Yeah, well, well, I think, yeah, I mean, that could happen. I think lots of things could happen. I mean, you're talking basically about taking the average of whatever it is, 15 or 18 different organizations, 18 different teams, um, and you're spreading that risk across so that you don't have all your eggs in one basket. You've got them in loads of baskets. And, yeah, and then if if a project dies, the, the fund just rebalances, you know, so... To, to new whatever the new top um, index things are, and it's just a lower hassle way of sort of spreading the risk, I suppose. But but still staying exposed to to a huge amount of the upside, I would say. So, anyways, I think that's going to be good in the long run. Um, but that's that, that makes up about just just over a fifth, I guess, of. Um, of the of my 1000x experiment portfolio i've got uh some matic i've got some upbots i've got some solana yeah and that's pretty much it um 
really. So that's what makes up the rest of the 5K. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit disappointing because I feel like when we started off, we we were we were doing so well the first few weeks. Like every every week, I was coming on here going up another grand, up another grand. You know, like it was great. Um, but unfortunately, that's the, that's the trick with the market. It moves in cycles and can't always go up. Um, sometimes it has to go back down. And yeah. Anyways, that's where my portfolio is at right now. In terms of what I'm going to do next week, um, honestly, probably not a lot. Um, I don't. Matic has fallen back in value, which is a bit of a pity. Um, but I still think on the long term that that's a really solid project. Well, sort of on the medium term, let's say. Um, Solana, I'm just the biggest fanboy of ever. Solana's been still doing really well. It's just, it's just such a great project in my opinion. Um, there are some, some Solana ecosystem projects that I quite like the look of that I haven't actually dived into. Um, just I think in large part due to a lot of apathy that I was having around the entire market and, and that kind of thing the last couple of weeks. But there was one called Solrise, which, which, which I just really like their marketing. I think is more is more than anything. Um, they did their What's FTX it? IEO. What's it about? FTX. It's. it's um, let me just give you the official. Yeah, so built on Solana. Investments made easy, a decentralized fund management and investment protocol on Solana, the fastest blockchain to date. So these guys have like serious, serious backing, Alameda Research, DeFi Alliance, Parafy Capital, Delphi Digital, and SkyVision Capital. Um, so I think these guys are, yeah. I, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. I think it's a really interesting project. Basically, they, if you're a fund manager, you can go on, you can go on there, and you can you can basically set up decentralized funds that investors can invest in. And um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be it's something a little bit new, and it's on. It's on solve, which is just, I think it's just going to blow up in the next year. So I am very interested in it. I'm going to probably put some cash into that. I haven't done any um, any homework on that yet, though. So no proper homework. I was just learning about the projects, doing my fundamental analysis, I would say, so far. Um, but when it comes to price and all that, I, I just literally, as I say, I haven't done anything hardly in the last two weeks. So mm. I'm going to jump into that, possibly. Mm -hmm. um, but the challenge with the the uh, the one that has next at the moment is that I'm pretty happy with the things I have. I would like to buy some Ethereum and put it into the thousand X portfolio, but um, do I want to sell out of the index? Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna have to have a serious think about what it is I want to sell um, because I don't have. I've only got a grand in Upbots, a grand in Solana, a grand in Polygon. So yeah, don't. Really, the, the only things that really perform are big alts. Um, you know, they're the only ones that you can be relatively guaranteed that are, are not going to get completely wrecked on. Um, so if, or else, I mean, there are other projects out there that are doing well, but they're just very hard to find. You know, everything is is taking. Mm -hmm. a severe battering at the moment. So your your choices mm -hmm. are just to stick with the big alts, or else. Do an obscene amounts of research and find these um, these niche niche small cap projects that are doing well. That's yeah. really the the only two choices you have. Um, so if it, if you can't find those projects, those those uh, smaller the, the smaller uh, cap coins, then I would just stick to the likes of the Ethereum's, the the BNBs, the the Matics, um, the, the, the Cardano's, maybe the the. the yeah, the really the only ones that um, are anyway sort of safe that. You're not going to get wrecked on essentially, um, but be sure to buy them at the right time because they seem to be kind of ranging at the moment, going up and down. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all you can do, I think. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the bigger routes or else do the ex- extra legwork to find those kind of projects, which, and there are, they're out there. Uh, I see them from, I see them from time to time. Um, I haven't oh, caught yeah. anything at the right time, but they, they, they are exists. And there's, I mean, stuff when I saw, um, like this is just while you think about that i want to say something really quickly like i bought into solana when just after it went through ieo um i didn't know a huge amount about it at the time other than it was really fast compared to everything else and sam bankman fried was talking about big time mm-hmm. and honestly at the time i thought well that sounds pretty good threw some cash at it and it has gone like my only regret is that i didn't put more but I didn't just put every penny I had basically at the time into it because I would be substantially wealthy at this stage if I had done that. It's even now it's like 37x from there. Yeah, you did a 40x or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something close. Yeah, that. because it was like one, it was just over a dollar, I think, when I when I got in. Um so mm-hmm. yeah. So if you can find basically the moral of the story is if you can find a just launched project that even if it's not doing well now you believe it has really strong fundamentals and and especially i really think like if you don't if you're newer to the space let's say but somebody of the caliber of intelligence of sbf or some other major investor basically um is talking up a project in a non-shilly way like i'm not talking about some guy jumping on Twitter every five seconds shilling the crap out of something, you know, like because they have a vested interest. I'm talking about something that gets mentioned in passing. And when you look at it a bit closer, um, you realize it's just launched. Like, hold on to it for a year or two. I mean, it was all I was holding on to for like probably almost a year before. Actually, I've owned salt for, yeah, something in the region of a year at this stage or quickly approaching a year. Um, so I, I just remember my missus was pregnant when because we were I was trying to get into the I was trying to get into the IEO and basically the IEO was launching at the exact same time that we had an appointment with, with her um her uh, pregnancy doctor, her OB. So like I was outside the I was outside the uh, the doctor's office and I was like come on this we have to wrap this fucking appointment up like ran outside the doctor's office to a cafe flipped open the laptop and I was like frantically trying to like did you does it, does your missus notice that you uh, for oh, yeah yeah she was she was there yeah she was there no 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 I was in the appointment uh, yeah and anyway yeah so I was like oh I have to get in I want to try and get in on this IEO because it's it's a really interesting project, blah blah blah. But anyways, um, yeah. So like, I just think the thing as well is that when you do that, like I would suggest to, to the newer people at least, or at least for me, it's worked out the best when you know you just kind of go, look, I think it's a really good idea. I'm gonna buy some. I'm just gonna put it away, leave it for a year, and see what happens. You know, leave it until there's been some significant like bull market event basically so if you have to wait two years for that to happen or three years or whatever like the thing is you're that's when you're that's when your um calculated guess uh is gonna pay off it's not gonna pay off when there's a shitty market not unless something major happens and so when the when the next big bull run happens that's when your the project that you think is gonna be it's gonna do well like if your fundamental analysis is correct, that's when you're going to see it, um, because it's going to it's going to move. And if it does fuck all, well then you know you've either lost your money or or best to get out because you know they're probably not going to probably not going to find out. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It's when they, you get to test their test your theories. Um, yeah. Let's see how That's it goes. Yeah. Um, is there is there any projects in the next wee while, seven well, days or so, that you that you're gonna have a look at that aren't attendees and aren't BSC? Yes, there is. 
Yes, okay. there is. Um, there's one, and it's 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 going to take all of it's it's it could veer into uh, conspiracy theories and all sorts of other discussions, but I'll mention it okay. nonetheless. This is one that caught my eye. Um, I don't know. Have you heard of Wacked? Oh, Jesus Christ! No, I haven't. <laughs> what do you think Wacked is? What's Wacked about? Have you heard it? You haven't heard it at all, or can you even guess what it might be about? Well, like whacked means to kill someone, right? If you whack exactly, someone, yeah. so it, that's exactly what it is. But uh, do you, I'm just checking. Do you know any more about it before? I, uh, have you heard? Of it? See, oh, okay, no, you haven't. I haven't heard a people. Right. Well, let's start. Um, let me share my screen, and uh, let's give it a there's not a lot to tell about the coin itself. Um, get the share going on. Um, there's not a whole lot to tell in of itself, but it's it's more the Extraneous, extraneous. That's the right word. Extraneous, maybe. Mm. Not sure if that's the right word. Anyway, so here we go. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ! As, um, John McAfee. Everyone knows uh, Mr. John McAfee. I'm a big fan. I always like John. Um, I always like his style. Yeah. He's he's degenerate. Um, he has a he's a degenerate soul. He just doesn't uh, just doesn't care. He lives a life yeah, how he wants close. to live. And he's, he's in general, he's an inspiration to us all. And I think he is someone we should all aspire to be more like. Um, so what the hell is this about? Well, the, the, the mechanics of us are, are quite simple. Uh, 10%, as it says here, 10% of all transactions will be whacked, burnt. But there's an, added, there's an added sting in the tail in that one out of every thousands will transactions are going to be burnt completely. So... One out of every thousand people will lose everything. Um, wow. That's essentially yes. Um, the coin really is, is is created as a. I mean, it's created as a protest against political assassinations. So we've had Jeffrey Epstein, you know, you know, dying of suicide. Was that a year ago? When did when did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Yeah. Well, like I think the world is better <laughs> off in that case. Well, I mean, there's a whole different discussion there about Jeffrey Epstein. We're not defending his character, um, but the, 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 the whole point of Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's death was, was it a suicide or not? No, and the same thing. So. No, of course it wasn't. He, everyone knows he was murdered. And the same thing is is applying to um, John McAfee. You know, they're saying he was, you know, he killed himself, but did he really? Lie? So. This is what the coin, <laughs> this is what the coin is all about. It's it's effectively a protest against all these um, political assassination disguised as suicides, and that's effectively really all what the coin is about. That's it. So really, it just has it's effectively a meme coin at this stage. It doesn't really do anything. Um, it's it's ostensibly supposed to be a protest, but it's um, it's you know I think this is how. John McAfee would like to be remembered as as a meme coin, you know, that potentially could moon to kind of a billion a billion dollar market cap. So that's effectively it. That's the mechanics of it. That's the tokenomics. But Ten like, percent of all transactions are whacked, and one out of every thousand people will lose everything, and that's it. And it's ostensibly supposed to be a protest coin against political assassinations disguised as suicides. Um, but really, it's I think it's just become. It, it, it seems to me it's just going to become. Uh, it has it has solid meme potential anyway. I think so. This is really my my choice for the week. Um, I like it because I like John McAfee. I, I like what he's all about. I like his orv. Um I think this yeah, is interesting. Like, how is that going to get to a billion dollar market cap? When I, I, I'm not saying will. I'm just speculating. But um, no, I'm saying that it would be nice if it did. It would be a good way to remember him by. You know, it would be good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's say he's going to get to a million. Well, you know, if Dodge got to like a mini billion, like you know, who knows how this far can go? How uh, far this will go? You know, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I didn't. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get why you would want to buy that other than for the crack to see. But like, oh. are you getting a reward? Like, it seems like it's all downside. You're just going to potentially lose your. Your investments. Well, I mean, well, not necessarily. Does it? Does it, it's a one in thousands. So at the moment, it it just seems to have flatlined somewhat. So 
Look, I'm not saying necessary to invest in this. I think I'm highlight. I'm really highlighting it because I think it's an interesting project. Uh, I'm not saying anyone right. should go. I, I I think it's it's more the mean potential, the humor uh, aspect to us. Um, there's of course the the whole side of of McAfee. He was he killed? Was he not? What was he murdered? All that kind of stuff. So there's mm-hmm. definitely kind of a, a solid backstory to it that I kind of find interesting. Um, plus, you have kind of the extra um, gambling aspect to it, where you know one out of every thousand transactions, will, you, you're going to lose everything, stuff like that. I just think it's more interesting. I think it's funny. I think it's something that's kind of worthy of discussion now. Will I jump into it? Um, I don't know, but it's something I'm kind of watching, just more out of fun than anything else, more out of mischief. Um, so yeah, well. Like if they're burning, it says they've burned twenty five point nine percent of the of the total supply already. That's that's pretty hardcore. Like that's, I mean, obviously that number, the the rate at which yeah. that's going to happen will slow down over time. But but uh, it. Well, one would assume that's you. So you have one out of every thousand transactions are, are whacked. And then, and then this ten percent. So one would assume that some big, fairly big transactions have been burnt. Uh, I'm guessing that's how they've come to that twenty five percent figure. So you have you have the normal ten uh, percent tax that everyone has to face, and then you have the the you know the one out of thousand. So I'm guessing that's what's happened. You might have had some guys who've gone in fairly, you know, got in uh, fairly big, and have, you know they've got whacked, man. You know, got taken out, you know, just like McAfee did, you know. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know. I think it's an interesting project. Um, I'm I'm liking the meme potential of it. So uh, that's my pick for week. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily something I'm going to jump into. Yes, or ever even. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm going to watch it. Um, see where it goes. So that's for me. Cool. Alrighty. Um... About yourself. Yeah, no, this week, the only thing I'm interested in is the things that I'm going to be researching this week in terms of homework is what exactly happens with Ethereum and the hard fork. Um, you know, is it a good idea to, to load up heavy on Ethereum or not? And also Solrise. I'm going to look into Solrise more. Those are my two interesting projects, I would say. But beyond that, I don't really intend to do much. Excuse me. It's swap. <laughs> if Tendy swap takes a takes a dip back down to the bottom of the range, it seems to have been in the last while. I may pick up. I may buy the dip, accumulate a bit. Um. Yeah, mostly just because it seems to have held up pretty well. Um. Well, the thing about the Tendi swap is nobody. There's the only people that have been selling when when there have been sales are just a very few small bag holders. So um, these guys were were just, just got in a pre-sale. They got in at, at some obscenely low price, and there's not that many of them. I mean, I've been looking in the Telegram group that it's just literally just maybe five or six bag holders that just exits and they they sold everything. So these were guys that got in at like cents. So they were able to sell at like two fifty three 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 dollars, and there was you know they made happy enough. You know they, you know even if they put in a relatively small amount initially, they um, were able to sell it for many multiples. So it was just it was just a few bag holders that just exited. Apart from that, nobody has sold, and you can mm-hmm. tell that, and you can tell that the the the, the, the mood and the optimism in the Telegram group is nobody wants to. There's just this psychotic bullishness that I've never seen anywhere else. There's no dissent. There's no arguments. There's no people kind of, there's no FUD. There's nothing. Um, right. I've just not, which is very, very rare. There's always FUD in every Telegram group for every coin. Mm-hmm. There's always people giving out, complaining, uh, whining about something. It's just none. And f- for that reason, it's if they turn on the marketing, when they turn turn on the marketing tab for the Matic Bridge, it comes on stream very very shortly, uh, and the other the rest of the features get rolled out. I mean, who knows? But we, we I mean, 
it's already got to maybe I think it's high so far was about 850 um, there's no reason why I can't get back to that again uh, at very very least um, well yeah but that that high was that was like a one day high well a few days yeah yeah a few days so this well, is back at the start of June I'm looking at the daily poo chart poo coin <laughs> poo chart the daily poo coin chart and you know it had it had a climb up where it went basically parabolic up to 750 let's say and then it did go up to it went up to nine it looks like it wicked up to nine but it closed yeah it closed much lower it closed down around uh 470 the next day so but like yeah i i mean this it's real support at 475-ish. So yeah, I think it's it's a little bit it's a little bit too pricey for me at the moment, but if it drops back to where it's been, like if it drops back to the 350 range, I'll probably yeah, I'll probably pick up a few more. If we don't see any, if we don't get any solid news in the next week, so what I mean by solid news is that the, the, the features that are coming, the, the DEX goes live, um, the Matic Bridge, they're the two big ones. If they don't happen in the next week, there will be a, there will be a dump. Um, there's always one person who gets, you know, who gets angsty, whatever. So that will happen. Um, while those features are waiting to be released, we're just going to see ranging. We're just going to see swing trading. There's, there's always going to be a certain, no matter how passionate the, the, the community is, mm. that's always going to happen. Oh, yeah. So it's going to bounce I would be range. Sorry, it's going to bounce yeah. around inside exactly, of its range. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I would. Yeah, I would sit tight. Just maybe keep an eye on the telegram. See what's going on. If by I mean today's Wednesday, so by the end of the weekend, if nothing's happened, then you should see some sort of pullback out. Of um, however, if we do get some solid news before then, um. Uh, we might see some sort of a pullback, maybe to three eighty, um, but it's not coming much. It will, it will continue upwards. But yeah, it'll be dependent on on what news is uh, comes out. So we'll just have to wait and see. But it is yeah, okay. it is slated to be. It, all those features are they're, they're due to come by the weekend, or approximately around that time. But you know yourself, it might be like the last two weeks or so. The the resistance. Level of resistance on their on their daily chart is around three fifty ish. Yeah. So if that's flipped and become support now, which looks quite likely it has, um, just since yesterday or the sixth, what does it say? The seventh? Yeah, just since yesterday. Um, if that's the support now, well then, yeah, three fifty probably be pretty solid. Might be a decent place to buy in. I'm not sure. I'll I'll have a think about it if I see it go back. Problem I have with Binance Smart Chain at the moment is you can't set up proper orders like you can on, you know, on Binance or, you know, when Binance, you're setting up entries. BS, BSC few solves this. They're going to have uh, limited orders, apparently. Yeah. So this is, in fairness to them, they do have some good features, but the. Well, then it's not the, just a charting app; it's a oh well, no, they're not trading they're, app. It is. I mean, they they have other. They do have um, a range of features that do kind of stand it out from the likes of Kucoin, and I think it, the, the the UI and the interface are decent. But they they're just not honest about what they're delivering and when. Um, they've lied about marketing. They just they straight up lied about it. They basically said, and it wasn't as if they. Um, you know, they knew they they basically said the day before it was released that lots of things were going to be released, and then they they were like, "Oh no, that's not going to happen for a long time." So they knew they 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 straight applied. Like the day before the yeah. launch, they said there was going to be a whole lot of stuff uh, released in the following week. Never happens. That's bad juju. Uh, so whether you know, in theory, the the the. the, the the platform looks good if they deliver what they promise it could be it could be the the de facto uh, charting app and more for binance smart chain but you know do you trust these guys at this stage if they're you know as far as i'm concerned they're lying they're just misleading in terms of what they're delivering and when um, 
so I read them. But they Absolutely. they have promised to, to have limit orders and it's a whole other range of um, similar features that Poocoin doesn't have. So we'll see if they right. do uh, deliver. Okay, well, I am finished talking about all the things I need to talk about. Do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Or? Well, I think, uh, I think we need to cover everything, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, we're in a kind of a state of flux at the moment. It's just going to be, we're waiting for stuff to happen. We're waiting for a breakout. We're waiting for some sort of move either to the, mm. you know, some sort of big dump or something to the upside of the until it happens where we're going to be finding out these, we're going to find these kind of uh, rare diamonds in a rough um, and our similar sort of projects. So it's going to be, it's going to be a quiet summer for the rest of the, for the rest of summer, I feel. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a possibility. It's definitely a possibility that we could get to mid end of September and still be, um, still be basically working on improving our, our game. <laughs> let's say yeah. i mean I, I do think one of the best things i've heard in the last week because i mean i'm still listening to people who know who know more than than i do in the hopes that some of it will go in by osmosis um you know one of the best things i heard during the week is that like this really is the time to to you know no matter what level your game is at this sure. is the time to sort of yeah just to take the opportunity while you have it like once Things go crazy. It's you know you're you're constantly looking for what's the best opportunity, what seems to be like a good entry point, etc. So while it's kind of quiet and while yeah, it's just book all happening while you're waiting, it's good to get that um, you know just get that sort of game improvement happening. Absolutely, Whether that's learning more about technical analysis or. You know, looking for patterns with indicators that you've not previously really been very strong with or used much, or whether not it's just, just reading. About and not just that, but I mean, one of the things that I've that I hope to um, really take on board in the next bull run is be able to spot those projects that have potential and to kind of identify the red flags um, in projects that aren't going to deliver are you know going to be going to be turkeys that aren't going to go anywhere and i think that's something that i've kind of got got good over last year over you know many many bad experiences um and kind of just so and, and to be ready for the next bull one when it happens that we're able to kind of see the projects at an early level and just okay and then kind of say to ourselves okay well this one this one looks like it's going to be a winner and that one over there just yeah that's whether it's kind of judging from the community, how the how the devs interact uh, with the team, whether you know just the the communication, um, just how everything fits together with the project, you know, and it's taking these mm -hmm. on board and be able to say, all right, well, this is I have a bad feeling about this, I'm not going to invest in it. So that's what I'm definitely going to take on board for the, the next bull run. I think I've I've definitely learned a lot of lessons in that that particular area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it'd be great if we could try and find a way to turn that into a systemized thing that people who listen to podcasts could could uh, tap into. You know, I'll tell you what. Let's. I will do a very kind of brief period. Or sorry, I'm going to do a brief, uh, maybe ten minute section next week. Um, what to look for in red flags you need to watch out for in in a if you're thinking about getting into a lower cap ball coin uh yes, to look cool. out for do's and don'ts i mean is this project legit everything mm -hmm. that you need to kind of look for before you put your hard-earned money into something that potentially might just sink without trace so um yep. i think that's that'll, that'll be i think that'll be a good show for next week so uh yeah, cool. yeah I'll, I'll tackle that i was kind of thinking more along the lines of software development as well though you know Okay, just to automate. We'll the talk about thing. that yeah, off air. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that off air yeah. again. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, uh, thanks for listening. If you're still tuned in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Adios, amigos.